Hello and welcome to Gutted. I am Elise. And I'm Tony and we're here to spill our guts about horror films. <laughs> That's good. Thank you for watching and or listening to another episode of Gutted Horror Podcast. If you are new to the podcast, please subscribe or follow us on YouTube, Instagram, or Spotify at Gutted Horror Podcast. Or you can email us at guttedhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. This is episode number 10. And we are doing a gut reaction episode, one of our favorite types of episodes, because we get to watch a new movie and we don't have to do a ton of research. Yeah. We just watch it and react. Yeah. In fact, we shouldn't do a ton of research or else we'll find out what happens in the movie by accident. (laughs) And today we are watching (laughs) a um, Shudder original. Hmm. It is called The Sadness. Made in 2021, directed by Rob Jabaz. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly, but that's... I don't either. That was my guess. Um, yeah, I've can, not heard yeah. of this gentleman before. Yep. Uh, Canadian filmmaker. Oh. This is the debut film. I know this because I just looked it up just online. just looked it up. I like, was afraid to look up anything. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> don't want to accidentally spoil. I don't want to spoil it for myself. For those of you who have uh, seen a gut reaction episode, we watch the first half of the movie. We actually set a timer. We look at the runtime, set a timer. For this movie. Exactly half. It was 99 minutes in total. And then we stop. We uh, make predictions. So it kind of works a little bit as a game. It's a, a way for us to test our horror prowess and um, see if we can guess who's going to survive, who's going to be killed, maybe some plot points. Plot points, for sure. Potato's here. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yes, we have our guest podcaster, Potato. Yeah, the guest podcaster. <laughs> she might pop in and out. Yeah, she's learning. So uh, this is her, her test run. <laughs> and for those of you who don't follow her Instagram page, yes, um, she potato, does her own reviews. She does Potato Horror Cat on Instagram. Yes, so, uh, she has her own horror reviews. They're very detailed, so give her <laughs> give her a follow. <laughs> the sadness, twenty twenty one. How did you hear about this film? Uh okay. So on Instagram, it seemed like it was getting a lot of things, a lot of buzz. A lot of buzz. There was a lot, a lot of, of buzz, buzs on in Instagram. The horror, in the Instagram horror community. Yeah, and it looked really good just from like you know the couple of clips I would see. Mm-hmm. So luckily, the clips that I did see, the pictures that I did see, happened in the first half of the movie. Well, I heard about it from you, and I oh. knew absolutely nothing going into the film. Yeah. Okay. So before we get into this movie. Um, We should let everybody know that if you haven't seen it, go ahead and stop here. Basically, we're going to spoil the first half right now. So if you don't care about spoilers, then watch away. When we turned on the the movie, it's on Shudder. So for those who have Shudder, you can Mm -hmm. find it easily. It starts with a warning screen. Oh, yeah. And it says, this film contains graphic Graphic. violence and gore Mm -hmm. for horror fans when you see that you're just like all right whenever there's (laughs) a disclaimer what am i getting yeah there's that immediate like excitement like oh what there's a disclaimer (laughs) before they even start anything i feel like every horror movie should just have the disclaimer whether they have gore in it or not even if it's casper the friendly ghost no because then it it trivializes the disclaimer if every single movie had the disclaimer they'd be like oh whatever is it equivalent to when a movie starts with like based on true events and it was based on one true factoid like it takes place in texas so it's like the one true event 
<laughs> so um, for those of you who um, have not seen it and don't want to really see it, this will catch you up to speed. If you don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. For those just, of you that don't want to see it. You just want to watch it. the podcast. That's true, actually. I do have friends that don't like horror movies, yeah. but they're curious about them. Especially because this one's extreme. It's extremely gory. We confirm. We confirm we saw the first half and it's gory. So in the beginning, we have Cat and John in in bed together. Cat very- and Jim. Oh, whatever. In the beginning, we have Cat and Jim. Some J name. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're in Taiwan, Taipei, right? They're in yeah, yeah, Taipei, um, Taipei City, Taiwan Taipei City, um, and they're in their apartment. I think it starts with, like this cute little aerial shot of them in bed, and he's cuddling her, Cat and Jim, and then they wake up, and she's like, "I gotta get ready for work," and. You basically have no job. He's a gig employee, okay? Yeah, As yeah. a fellow gig employee, I can really <laughs> relate to this character. As a person that has to go to a job Monday through Friday, I relate to Kat. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just like us. And Tony's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyways, they're a happy couple. They're getting ready for the day. Yeah, and he's it's like, just like a every like every any day. morning, you know, every other morning. And then she's like, I can't wait for our vacation because she needs one, right? She has. One she of says those, she only like, gets ten days off a year. Exactly. I've had jobs like that where I've had like seven days off a year. Yeah. And I was like, this sucks. And so yeah, she gets ten. Yeah. So that's you know kind of cool, but not cool. Ten's not that much. And it's not that much. I think what's the average in the U.S. is like fourteen, maybe. Even that seems like not that much. It yeah. It's awful. <laughs> jobs, guys. Um, and she's like, I can't wait for this vacation. I had to request the time off. And you know how hard it is. And he's like, oh, yeah, about that. I got to cancel, babe, because I have this gig for this German ad agency. So he's a photographer or something? Who knows? He works in some sort of... Some sort of... Production. Production thing. Maybe, yeah. Maybe film something or that is not consistent. And she's like, fine. And he's like, I'll make dinner. She's like, mm, fine. We're going to make... He's like, good old no. <laughs> mm. Wait, so it seems like you don't like this character like right <laughs> off the bat. It's very no, like... It's not that I don't like him. It's that I feel for her. Because okay. she had to, she had to really schedule her time off, you know, and it's not right. easy to just go back and be like, oh, actually rescind that request. Yeah. It's not. Easy. So he's maybe not the most attentive boyfriend. Like maybe he's forgetful because he doesn't know what it's like to be in a, you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five kind of a job. Yeah. And so he's not super conscientious of her time. But they he, love each other. He should have known. He, he should, should have. Yeah, no. he just forgot. Thank you. Yes. And, and just in case you're wondering if this movie is about him forgetting a vacation, it's not. <laughs> it's all about Jim forgetting vacation. <laughs> Cat's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Cat goes to go take a shower. And he looks at his phone and he's like scrolling through, I don't know, the social media or whatever. He finds a clip from YouTube or something similar. And it's these two talking heads one from the science community, one looks like more like he's the, I don't know, the news anchor of this little yeah. thing. And he's like, oh, it's this virus called the Alvin virus. And it's very similar to the flu. But don't be fooled because we're seeing its, you know, connections to rabies. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> You're like, dun-dun. Yeah, rabies equals 
infected equals Rage. zombie. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, I actually had no idea it was a zombie film. Oh, okay. Or zombie-esque. I, I don't know if we can call it a zombie film, but it's definitely It is in that, yeah, that like rage, like 20 days later kind of a... Yeah. Jim's done with his, you know, 10 seconds of, of YouTubing and he goes out on the balcony. He sees th- his old neighbor lady, some old lady on a neighboring roof, and she's just like standing there listlessly, listlessly, and she slowly turns around and her whole front covered in blood. <laughs> yep. And Jim's like, oh... Creepy roof neighbor. Yeah, like, oh, she had a rough morning. Poor lady. But he doesn't really do too much. Maybe he's, like, distracted by his neighbor who then... Yeah, or... I think he does call to her and say, hey, you... Yeah, are you okay? You okay? Everything okay? Like, doesn't really mm-hmm. respond. Cat, like, like ah, like, yeah, yeah. on the shoulder. He's like, oh, did you see that? She's like, no. And, of course, the old lady's She's gone. gone yeah. Like, did she jump? Did she hide into a corner? Where'd she go? Was she a ghost? Was she? Did he even see anything? And then she saunters on her way, and then he talks to his old neighbor guy, Mr. Lin. Yeah, Mr. Lin. Mr. Lin, and he's gardening. And I guess he's like under the weather. And Uh-oh. I know. We know what <laughs> that means. Signs. No one can just have the casual cold in these kinds of movies. No. Anytime they have- Any little cough is Yeah, nice. like, uh-oh. <laughs> High alert. No one can have a casual cough. It's all very meaningful. Yeah. And Jim's like, oh, you should go to the doctor, go to the hospital. And I'm thinking, calm down, buddy. (laughs) He feels kind of sick. Does he need to go to the hospital? And we can talk about this later also. But like, as far as this coming out in 2021, um, very close to the initial COVID case in the US, at least. Yeah. um, Around that time. Yeah. If you had a little cough. There was that kind of hesitation of like, should I go to the doctor for this little cough that I normally would never go to the doctor for? Mm-hmm. So they're getting ready for the day. Cat's ready. She's got to go to work. He drops her off at work. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mr. Lin was like, I don't need to go to the doctor. It's all a hoax. You know, this whole sickness yeah, thing yeah. being serious. It's a hoax. Yeah, he's a COVID denier. He's he's a Alvin virus denier. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know if they are related. <laughs> uh, and then Jim, yeah, takes Kat to work on his old moped. I was like, you know, it looks kind of nice to be able to go to work on a moped. Just weave through traffic. Yeah. Not have to stop. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it looks nice. It does look nice. I've done it. I've never done. Where did you go to work on a moped? Pocatello. You went to work on a moped like one time. I nearly broke my knee because I crashed it. Mm. So Tony went to work on a moped one time. Yeah. It's okay. I'm going to cut this. Nope. I'm going to put it back in. Okay. So it drops her off at the train station. Yeah. But they pass. Like they're having a good time on their moped. They're like, la, la, la. And then you see their faces slowly go from smiling to just like confused to like shocked and horrified. And then you finally see what they see. And it's the first hint at civil unrest. Mm-hmm. You see some cops having, I think, two people against a car or one person against a car and one person they're holding back and they're both bloody. And there are some bystanders and they're like, ooh. Someone under a white sheet. Someone under. It's, ve- it's like the, yes. the classic start of the, the start zombie apocalypse. Of the apocalypse, like in Shaun of the Dead. And you when, see the little things. Yeah. It reminds me of Sean's bus ride. He just kind of, he thinks he sees stuff, but he's not quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of zombie tropes for yes, sure. Yes. Yes. Seeing some similarities. 
Uh, and then he drops her off the train station because she has to take the train to work. Yeah. And then he gets back on his moped and he goes to a cafe to get a coffee and he's talking to the fry cook. You can see all the patrons of the, the cafe. Most of them are just looking down at their phones. Mm -hmm. uh, even the ones that aren't looking at their phones, they're just looking down at their food, even if they're with somebody. So nobody's really engaging. And then the old lady from the roof walks in and we know it's her because of her like nasty nightgown and her yeah. scraggly hair and her no shoes. Yeah. And finally one patron looks up and he's like, Oh, look at that lady. And then one guy stands up and he's like, Hey granny, you okay? And <laughs> <laughs> she slowly turns around and she has this crazy fiendish smile plastered across her face and these really haunting like blackened like blackish reddish eyes she looked she, like she ain't right she's she's not right and she pukes in this guy's she, face yeah she just like blows chunks right in his face yeah and he's like oh sick <laughs> <laughs> and she attacks him and um but then she grabs the, the um the fry basket there's like some there's a shot just moments before of like fries boiling and <laughs> them cooking the food that he's preparing for the for the customers she grabs the fry basket full of the oil and then um throws it over the guy's head she throws it over the, over the fry cook's the head. fry cook's head yeah not the guy yeah. who tried to help her yeah not the, the patron so but she, she pukes just, on him yeah. grabs the thing gets the other guy mm -hmm. and then he's just like boil his skin's boiling he's boiling and, and she grabs for his what's just like right in his face yeah. she just like grabs it and it just comes right off his like, yeah fleshy flesh and she just like digs her fingers into it and peels it away like a rotten peach and it it's pretty horrible like that's like the first that's like the first gore the scene first, first gore. yeah and that was the picture that I had seen online. Yeah, it's like pretty, well, it's pretty intense. The know. way that they show it full frame and they linger on it. They don't cut away. They don't do the the shaky cam where you're, you think, I'm not quite sure what I'm seeing. It's just a very stagnant camera frame mm. and his flesh being peeled away like putty. And then you see the patron turn on his friend, the patron that was puked on. You see He's got him. the same eyes. Yeah, he gets like the black and red eyes. Yeah. And he turns on his friend, I think stabs his friend at the fork or something. He's just stabbing him repeatedly. Yeah, and that's when Jim's like, oh, I better get out of here. <laughs> He's and backing up and the, the old up. woman confronts him. Yeah. She's, she's kind of going at him. But this is what, what stuck with me is that she actually speaks intelligibly. Uh, she says, handsome boy. And yeah. she walks towards him with that creepy, leering smile. Yeah. And that's when I was kind of like, okay, this is different. This is a different, quote unquote, zombie movie. They're violent. They're ultra violent. Ultra violent and gleeful. So I wouldn't need, I don't know if it's rage. You know, it's more just like perverted, I don't know, glee. And he's got to get out of there. So he oh yeah, um, so I have heads back to his apartment. Yeah, and then he frantically texts Cat, he's, and he's like, hey, did you make it to work? Uh, stay there, I'll come to you. Mm -hmm. uh, no response. And then we, like, as he's texting, we see a foggy image in the background behind him. Like something just opened up his sliding glass door yeah. and is walking towards him. Yeah, and, and you know like, exactly what ah, it is. You know, you know it's the neighbor, right? Yeah. You, you know that because you know the neighbor was sick. And, you know yeah. he's now mm -hmm. totally infected, so you know he's gonna yeah. attack. Jim spins around just in time to catch these 
garden shears with his bare hands and the garden shears are like wide open and he's holding on to the blades or he has one hand on the blade and one One hand hand on on the handle so he's holding it like this and i kept like as i'm watching this moment i'm thinking oh my gosh what do you do if you let go of the handle then your fingers get chopped if you let go of the blade I don't know. Like, how would you like do you're going to you get stabbed or you're you going to get chopped. There's no, because the way that he has it, yeah, you can't let go of either one easily. And he, I think, manages to kick Mr. Lin, but not before Mr. Lin closes Chops, those garden shears. And loses the fingers. Little fingers plop to the floor. Reminding us of a certain movie we just covered. No, which one? Oh, <laughs> the burning. The burning. Yeah. yeah. Now he has, he's missing two fingers. Um, which was pretty shocking because, you know, for yeah, like a... he's a central character. You're like, yeah, he's the main character. And he gets and, damaged. You yeah, know? just it's, like it's, right off the bat. And it's not, yeah, it's not typical that you see a central character get damaged like that, like like appendages right, taken yeah. off permanently. And so permanently to where Mr. Lin actually takes a finger and chomps on it. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's not getting reattached. Yeah, so there's like a little extra going on. It's not just like rage. There's no, like some sort of like, sick pleasure yeah, going on. yeah. He eats it. I think he like throws he, it in the fishbowl. He fish spits bowl. it out and it lands in the fishbowl. And I'm thinking, man, now the fish is going to get infected. <laughs> yeah, a little Gotta fish have an angry, angry goldfish rage. with Alvin virus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he like defends himself with a toaster. Yeah. Like bashes, bashes Mr. Them, Lin with a toaster. And he's able to get out of there. Yeah, he grabs like a little like cloth for his hand and runs out of the door. And I'm thinking, I probably would have stayed in that apartment. I would just... But he wants, he has to go get Kat. That's He's gonna true. Go save Kat. So Elise would not come to save me. Definitely not. No. She would just stay in the apartment. <laughs> I would wait for you to contact me. Um, <laughs> I have no idea where you are and you're not responding. So who knows? He makes it out of his apartment. Oh, he goes down to his you. moped. And of course, his moped that never had any problems for like the beginning of the movie all of a sudden is stalling as it does. We all know in horror moments. movies, if you do a panicked uh, start, they're probably yeah. not turning the key all the way. Yeah, he's so he's obviously operator error, not, you know, using his moped correctly <laughs> and giving all the, the psychos in the streets enough time to turn around to hear these sounds. Um, and they're all gleefully like, oh, there's another one we can get. And so soon enough, like the entire street is filled with these little psychos and he finally manages to get his moped going and then a bullet flies past his oh, face he's, and he's like running away and i think he's is, is no he he's seen, on his moped now yeah he's sorry he's driving away on his moped yeah. and then he sees like bodies and he sees bodies he looks in his rearview mirror and then the rearview mirror shatters by a bullet yeah because there's a cop with gleeful rage yeah shooting at him you're like oh shoot. so we're getting like this it's like set up as a zombie movie but they but we're getting like intelligibility, intelligibility it's not like brain dead it's, yeah they can use tools like guns yeah. and garden shears. So that's different. And then cut to black and then we get to Cat in the subway car. And she's on the subway. She's reading a book. She's reading a book. Crowded subway. Crowded subway. Everyone's on their phones mm-hmm. or taking a nap. Same as the Same restaurant. as the cafe. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone is just in their own world on their phone. And the man sitting next to her is a bit older and he notices what we notice that she's the only one in this subway car besides him that is not engrossed in a phone or just taking a nap. He says, Oh, you're reading a book, huh? And she's almost kind of like, 
yeah, dude, I'm reading a book. Take a, take a hint. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't take the hint. He's like, oh, it's really interesting because everyone else is like on their phone and you're reading a book. She's like, yeah, yeah, I really want to read this book. And he keeps talking to her. She's like, hey, I get it, dude, but I'm also really wanting to read this book. Please leave me alone. And that's when the dude has the misfortune of going to either grab her hand or her knee. And that's when she's like, look. Yeah, he's like, I just wanted to, I've seen you on the train before. Oh, yeah, you're really pretty. You're really be- beautiful. <laughs> she's like, look, dude, I'm going to get the cops and charge you with sexual harassment. And that's when the old guy gets kind of forlorn. He's like, hmm, I just want to He starts to talk ranting, to spouting off like, people these days. Yeah. They're so rude. I just try to be polite and just try to put my hand on your thigh. Yeah, he's like, I miss the good old days when I could just, you know, slap a girl in the butt <laughs> as a compliment. <laughs> uh, and then we see some guy in the middle of the train wearing shades, sunglasses. Cool guy. Cool guy. And you're like, Mm-mm, this can't be good. He looks tough. He looks tough. But then from beneath his sunglasses, you see a tear stream down his face. Mm, the sadness. The sadness. Yeah. Yeah. So we still don't know exactly what this is. I know. We don't really know. And like, oh, tears. he's sad. And then suddenly he pulls out his switchblade. And then just starts stabbing people at random yes. on the train. He's just shanking fools left yeah. and right. Yeah, the first guy that he stabs, he stabs so stealthily and everyone is so engrossed in their own phone. And the the guy that gets stabbed, he doesn't scream. He's just like in shock. And I don't think he can scream. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of just like gasping for air and trying to back away. Um, And so that gets, that gives the sunglass dude a chance to start stabbing more people he stabs a guy stabs a guy in the jugular and then there's like a five gallon bucket of blood that just goes everywhere (laughs) erupts yeah across it's pretty bloody yeah yeah and then people finally look up and like oh (laughs) yeah some people are filming it with their phones yeah the people that got stabbed get up and they start they grab their keychains and they're stabbing people and then the girl who ended up sitting next to cat after the old guy got mad and left. Um, her name's Molly. Her name's Molly. Her name. And she's immediately stabbed in the eyeball with an, an umbrella, umbrella. By the creeper. And by the creepy old dude. I was kind of thinking, why did you stab Molly? Why didn't you stab Kat? She's the one that rejected you. I think because Molly was sitting there. She was just. Oh, she know. just happened to be there. Yeah. Mm, poor Molly. The train stops and lets everybody out. Kat grabs Molly and she's like, let's go this way. We're thinking like, don't help her. She's going to turn. I know. Like, oh, Molly's done for. She's Leave helping her. her. Yeah. But Kat's a good person. I'm like, oh, damn it. So, yeah, they're hobbling hobbling along the, the subway. I don't know. Some the sort tunnels. of subway quarter. Yeah. And then you see the, the remnants of the subway car. It's just blood everywhere. A few infected just like listlessly standing there like ha ha With ha, these ha. like really devious smiles yeah. on their face. And they're kind of just enjoying all of the mm-hmm. carnage. And one of them is the creepy old dude with his umbrella. Yeah. Still caked over with Molly's eyeball juice. <laughs> yeah. So he goes after them. He's chasing them down the tunnels. Somehow he knows. But kind like, of like slowly. I don't know I if he's running. I feel like Molly just... and Kat had a pretty good head start. And somehow he caught up with them. Well, they they bumped into somebody as they were rounding a corner. They do. They, they that... round the corner and they bump into some buff guy. He's like, hey, what? Are you blind? Yeah. 
And then he looks at Molly he's like, and he's like, oh, oh shoot, you are you blind. Are blind You're missing or partly an eye. blind. <laughs> and then he sees the guy with the umbrella and he's like, and he's like oh, I got this. I'm buff. Yeah, it's like, I'm, yeah, some timely big buff dude coming yeah. around the corner like, to save to hurt the day. these girls. Oh, I'm going to protect them. Yeah, but we all know what's coming here. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so anyways, then, he, then he's like, hey, old man, like you think you can beat up on two girls and he like punches them. And then immediately gets his nose bitten by yeah, the old, old man. Yeah, old dude like lunges at him and bites his nose off. So buff guy is like laying there screaming and it gives old guy enough time to get the emergency axe on the wall behind him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no one else could have thought of that. Come on, cat. You have two eyes, totally able-bodied. You didn't see that axe there. I didn't see it. Well, I didn't either. <laughs> also, I didn't have her vantage point. She was staring right at it. Yeah, it was they right- were panicked. Fine, fine. <laughs> so old guy gets the axe, and of course he starts hacking away at buff guy. Yeah, and I'm actually surprised they didn't show this gore. I was gore. too. I thought they were going to show his face in like shredded Getting chopped tatters. up, yeah. yeah. They actually didn't. They did surprised. not. They, they held, held back, back on that they one. Held back. Like, oh, because everything else it. is just like lots of it. blood yeah. and lingering on the shots. And it's... yeah, maybe this this scene was an afterthought. Anyway, so Kat and Molly, they do get away. So thank you, buff guy. Yeah. And they are about to exit the subway station and they see some guy at the very end of the tunnel. And Molly's like, oh, you go. I can't make it. I don't feel good. Uh oh. <laughs> and Kat's like, no, I'm not going to leave you. And she's calling out to this guy at the end. She's like, hey, we need help. And he's like, peace is out. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> and Kat's like, oh, not fair. And then the gate to the exit of the subway tunnel starts closing. Yeah. So he's he's panicked. He's closing the gate. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm closing this up. Yeah. And Kat and Molly are like, oh, no, now we're going to start moving fast. And the Indiana Jones it underneath the fence, <laughs> just as the old dude's like coming after them with an axe. They make it. And then they're like, why did you close the fence? And Molly punches the poor subway worker in the face. And he's like, ouch. <laughs> I felt really bad for he's him. He's just panicked. He's doing his yeah, job. Yeah, he's like, they told me to close it. Uh, I yeah. only make minimum wage. Not fair. <laughs> and the businessman, he's like, you know, coming through the gate. And he even like sticks his tongue through the slit of the gate. Yeah, I know. Too bad they didn't have an axe. Yeah. So oh, he, not only does the businessman have like some sort of like violent-esque um spree but he's got like this really kind of creepy sexualness to it like he's like you like you can tell he like wants to like assault the girls like and that was what was in interesting and really disturbing on the sub in the subway car um people weren't just getting stabbed they were getting assaulted sexually yeah Uh, like both genders um all types Mm. were getting um assaulted in any way possible that was something I had not seen before in these zombie movies. So they escape. They're looking for a hospital. Yeah. Then we cut back to Jim. Yeah. What's Jim been up to? Because, oh, we we see that um, Kat loses her phone. She drops her phone just yeah. in all of that she, ruckus. She drops phone, the phone, grabs Molly instead. You see um, Jim's text on her phone. Like, yeah. Like, stay there. I'm coming to get you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she didn't she wasn't looking at her phone so she never saw the text she that's was right reading she a had book. her book Ugh. only she was more consumed in her phone she might have had it <laughs> anyway jim back to jim back to jim just, what's he doing just riding along his little moped riding through the city actually he, he made it looks like bodies. he made it out of the city 
And so he takes the time to like try to like, you know, rewrap his wound in duct tape, which I like. I like <laughs> duct tape is like the number one survival tool gotta have. Oh yeah. Just to wrap up those wounds. Yeah, so he patches himself up and he's looking on for a, mi- a weapon. He, I think he's like on a on a mission to find Kat. He's like trying to head towards her wherever well, she yeah. may be. Also he needs a weapon. To her work. So he finds a screwdriver. He's like looks at the screwdriver and then he sees something in the bushes and then he sees this like scythe. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. It's basically like a curved blade that's used for yeah, it's cutting like a, back like a machete weeds. scythe. Yeah. And he's like, oh, screw this. Yeah, I'm going to use this Get rid thing. of my screwdriver. Got this thingy. Yeah. And he's like piecing out and he sees these um, kind of like adolescent boys, like teenage boys. Like the, the little link team. Yeah. There's like four boys. They're, they're um, torturing some man yeah, on a basketball court or naked. tennis court. Yeah. This guy is just totally bloodied. His face is all swollen and he's... In his underwear, and he's it just looks like a hot yeah. mess. And then the kids are very gleeful, and like, I've got a great idea. And they wrap this pole with barbed wire, and then they take the guy and they spread his legs apart and they ram him against the pole of yep. barbed wire. And that's when Jim's like, mm, I'm not standing for this, I'm gonna help that guy. <laughs> and so he like kicks one of the kids in the chest. And I don't know, beats him up or something. And they all run away, which I thought was really interesting that they actually seem to have had fear. Yeah. Uh, usually in these zombie movies, they don't have fear. Right. And they just like, they don't care what happens to them. But in this one, it seemed like they actually did have some sort of self-preservation mm-hmm. qualities. So they flee. And then the victim... It's like, oh, man, why did you stop them? I was about to get off or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, so he was not a victim? <laughs> well, at this point, he had turned. And because when they were torturing him, he had not. It didn't appear as if he had turned. I don't know. He was he was like, stop, stop, stop doing that. But then they hit him in the head. They hit him on the head. And mm-hmm. I think that's maybe what caused him You think him to that turn. turned him? Jim kind of retreats. Yeah, he gets back, back to on his, his bike, and, and then that's and then he's just along. like driving through, and then and then I think at and that then point we cut back to Cat. Yeah, and she makes it to the they, hospital with Molly. The three of and the subway workers. The three of I them make it. Guy. He was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, the three of them go together, one another. And the hospital, um, they had the doors locked, and there's a bunch of people in there. Yeah, and they're like, oh, and they reluctantly open opened it. They yeah. let him in. Um, and we stopped there. Right there. So they make it into the waiting room of the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. My initial reaction to the movie, this is like a COVID era zombie t- mm-hmm. style movie where the, um, the zombies, the quote zombies are, they're not like the, the zombie, the George Romero zombies. They're not undead. Um, they're not brain damaged. They, they're not even like the Danny Boyle rage. Right. Zombies. So that's that was like the next thing. I'm like, oh, they have rage like like in 28 Days Later. Yeah. But they're not quite that either. Because in 28 Days Later, um, they're those, more snarly. those people were alive. But they had such anger that that's all they could do is just attack. Yeah. Um, but these, quote, zombie or infected, I guess yeah. we should call them the infected people. Well, they're intelligible. Mm-hmm. They... Um, Work in teams, mm-hmm. which we saw yeah. with the boys. They're able to work with one they another. They can handle um, tools. Yeah. And the sexualization of the infected was something I had not seen before. It's been like, okay, I'm so rageful that I need to just gouge eyeballs out in order to get that release of rage. 
Um, but in this, it's just like it's every depraved urge. Yeah, I guess rolled into one infection. OK, we have seen the sexual zombie in Cronenberg films mm-hmm. um, right. like, like rabbit shivers. and shiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've seen um, the sort of like rage zombies in 28 Days Later. Uh, we've seen intelligible zombies in George Romero zombie movies where like the zombies are. So like in the third one, they're like starting Bub. to. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting to evolve or have like more advanced thoughts. Like redevelop their language. Yeah. 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 But this one, it's like they never lost it. They it just continued on into their sickness. Right. Yeah. Do the um, old zombie rules apply? Like you have to shoot them in the head. Yeah. Or can they just bleed out and then they're dead? Yeah. If you slit their throat, would they die? Yeah. Well, some of the people who were on the train that were, um, they were, they were damaged. Like they were Mm -hmm. um, stabbed and then they started fighting. If you are damaged enough, like we didn't see anybody with intestines coming out that was still walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like you can die in a normal human way. Yeah. Not just with like a headshot. Yeah. Okay. So uh, keeping our predictions limited to 10. 10. Number one for me, Molly becomes infected in the waiting room shortly after arriving. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> For those who have already seen the movie, maybe they're like, oh, no, Molly survives. (laughs) You sound like Batman. Yeah. That was your good Batman impression. Thank you. Thank you. you. That that was more of my just like upset viewer. (laughs) Batman watching the sadness really upset. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So is that that it? Just Molly gets infected after? I was trying to keep them simple. Yeah. Just like simple plot points. Yeah. No, I think that's good. So I think Molly is going to get it. And because she's been complaining that like, oh, I don't feel good. Just leave me. I'm like, yeah, cat, leave her. Listen to Molly. <laughs> yeah. Ditch her. She's <laughs> She's got one eye. eye. No way. <sighs> she's not even moving that fast. She keeps like <laughs> she's dragging her feet. Literally. My number one is um, Molly is going to turn slash die. Because I am still not sure if turning means dying yet. Now that like we've talked through it a little Mm -hmm. bit, I'm thinking more like, all right, if you turn, you're not necessarily dead. Mm -hmm. To me, turning is the same as dying. dying. If you're not human anymore, you're you're a dead character. Okay. So that's kind of you don't actually have to be like actually pronounced dead. All right. Well, so I guess mm -hmm. I should just say turn. I'm not going to say die. So she's going to turn because we still have the old guy who's still who's. Well, okay, that well, okay, that complicates things for He's me. Dead, I'm though. just gonna say she, the Molly is going to turn, All and right. it's going to lead to a hospital outbreak. Yeah, hospital. Camps. So yeah, but I'll leave the yeah. die part out of there. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah, that we have the same the same number one. Yeah. Pretty much. I feel like that. Pretty obvious. I feel like they're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't die or turn, I would be very surprised. Yeah, she doesn't turn. They treat her. She gets better. She gets a cool eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> and then she and Kat are best friends. Yes, that would be That's great. That's the ending. Yes. Okay. Extreme horror. <laughs> All right, number two. Go ahead. Number two. Creepy train man will show up in the final climax of the movie. Like a 28 weeks later situation. Yeah. Creepy Robert Carlyle shows yeah, up. I, yeah, I feel like the the movie is a culmination of all these different zombie movies that yeah. have existed in the past. It is kind of like they... a nice homage to all of the zombie slash infected the masses Worlds. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Slash current events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two for me. 
Molly rages on the subway worker uh, as one of her first victims. Well, so I was okay. really not trying to break one. my predictions down. So you're not worried about the half points? Not worried. I don't want to, you know, try to like, you know, get half a point from you. So um, <laughs> prediction one, Molly turns. Prediction two, she basically eats the subway worker because he was pretty like weak and like mealy. Like he like cried when she punched him and. Yeah, this guy doesn't seem like he's, he's ready not to gonna, survive. He's, he's not going to make But it. you never know. You never know. You never know. He could surprise us all. So yeah, he could be the final dude. Final dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get a raise. My number three. Cat escapes the chaotic waiting room into the hospital uh, and finds a phone and texts Jim her location. Okay. So she has to get away from like the panicked waiting room. And then, of course, the only place to go is to retreat into the belly of the hospital. Probably the most dangerous place in Taipei right now. The morgue. The Well, not the morgue. The. Just like in the hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, like ICU. The surgeon's desk. The surgeon's desk. (laughs) (laughs) Why does he have a desk? The medical records office. (laughs) Just like in the hallway of like the hospital, you know? Okay. I'm just trying to like think what's the most dangerous area. I think. The cafeteria. The cafeteria? (laughs) Yeah. All those stale sandwiches. <laughs> Look out. She might be hungry. She well, thank Jim ate her bun, okay? That's true. That was her lunch. I did get the incentive when he asked if he could eat it. She's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And then I saw that bun. And I was like, that actually looks really good. <laughs> I can't believe she gave up that bun. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did look good. Yeah. And he put the hot sauce on it. Yeah, and I was like, that would totally be Tony's move. He'd be like, can I eat that bun? I'm like, man. I you can tell that. he was really into that bun because when he took a bite he kind of like stared at it a little bit yeah and i was like man i wish i had that bun i'm yeah. sad for cat that she didn't get to eat it so she's hungry she's going to the cafeteria. she's hungry yeah she needs lunch okay that's not my prediction no <laughs> i'm sticking with she escapes into the hospital finds a phone into and the belly jim into the dangerous belly where jim's gonna have to go to rescue her yeah yeah okay Jim's gonna, Jim's gonna um, find a helicopter and climb down okay, a rope. Okay, now it's getting silly. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how to rope climb. Okay, um, my number three prediction is <laughs> cat will kill train creep. Okay, like how? Like when? I didn't get too specific. All right, I like it. Very simple. Right now, she's kind of a scared and panicked character, and I feel like her character needs to go through a transformation yeah. where she becomes powerful and what strong. if she has a jim from 28 days later moment wasn't his name jim oh was it <gasps> all right oh so, the connections yeah it's so, like this person did their research did their homework. it's like they're a fan of the genre yeah and so he she's gonna have a gym moment where she rages on the train guy and like gouges his eyeballs out. And that's Oh, we when already saw an eyeball gouge too. We did. Wow, a lot of references. Yes. And then we see our Jim, like our sadness Jim, her boyfriend, see her rage out on train guy and thinks, is she infected? And he's about to slice her with his machete scythe thing. And she's like, I'm fine. So just copying 28 yeah. days later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so just <laughs> All right. Very original. In a heartbeat. Yes. Number four. <laughs> yeah, my predictions suck. <laughs> All right. Number four. 
Jim's scooter will crap out when trying to flee a horde. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I, I was having such trouble like thinking like, oh, I got to think of 10 things that are going to happen. I was too. It's like there's far. no characters like, okay, is Cat going to die? I don't think Cat's going to die. Is Jim going to die? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Is Molly gonna die? Yeah, okay, I got that. So I was like, all right, what's left? All right, his scooter. The scooter is, the is scooter going to die? die. Yes. Death he's going to, scooter. to he's going to be in a situation where there's like a horde in the city and he's gotta get away. Yeah. And is he goes to start up the trusty old scooter. Mm, not so trusty. Scooter doesn't start. And then he has to run. So he runs. <laughs> I don't know. Is that prediction number five? Jim runs. Yeah, prediction. That's number five through eight, actually. Yes, I am going to win this time. Uh, my number four is that old dude. Old dude? Old train dude. Okay. Old man train. Old man train. Old man train somehow finds Kat and attempts to assault her. Okay. Sounds creepy. Sounds it like something creepy. a creepy train dude would do. Yes. Because like when he like went to wrap her hand, she's like, stop it. I'm going to call the cops. I think he's going to he's going to find her and not just try to kill her. He's going to try to assault her as we have been seeing happen mm -hmm. in the streets. My number five ties into this. Uh, Jim arrives in the hospital just as Kat is about to get assaulted by old man train. Uh, my number five is we will see a shot of a mass horde with citywide destruction. At this point, I was just like, what kind of camera angles are we going to get? <laughs> At this point, I'm just like guessing just like really generic zombie movie tropes. In what direction is the score going to go? I know that's like kind of a lame prediction. No, but... no, no. That's good. So we're going to see an aerial shot. Of a mass whore. Yeah. Kind of like in um, the remake of Dawn of the Dead where we, in the beginning, we see the aerial shot of Sarah Polly driving. We just see more and more like chaos mm -hmm. happening around her, mm -hmm. but not next to her. It's always a good shot to see the scope of destruction. Yeah. Not just like being in the Petri dish, but seeing the whole Petri dish. Yeah. Yeah. I did my number five, so I'll do my number six. Um... Jim kills the old guy. <laughs> Jim kills old guy. Okay. Jim kills old man train. It kind of ties in with my number four and five. So How does he kill? He did stab Molly in the eyeball. Maybe he needs to have his comeuppance. I just want to see a lot of eyes gouged out. Jim kills old guy. Gouging his eyes Gouging out. Gouging his eyes out. With, with his bloody ooh, nubs. With his bloody nubs. Okay, so he has to... Oh, maybe he's going to... He's going to give him... <laughs> he's going to give him the three stooges. <laughs> yeah. And then the old guy's gonna do this, and then he's gonna block it. And then they go on tour. Yeah. Comedy routine. I realized the do this for anyone listening, that was the Three Stooges block with, with the what, hand. With the thin hand. Yeah. On your nose bridge. So, yeah, if you're listening, you, then you didn't realize you're listening, do then this means go nothing. Go watch on YouTube and subscribe, please. Please. <laughs> please. We have three subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Jim will find Kat after she narrowly escapes the hospital. Hmm. So mm -hmm. um, I was just trying to think like at some point, you know that Jim and Kat have to reconnect. They reunite, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking maybe there's going to be like some some scene like chaos in the hospital and Kat and, you know, Molly's attacking people and 
maybe somebody helps Kat escape or mm. maybe Kat meets somebody in the hospital and then she's got a new buddy. Uh, and she and does then, one of those things where the new buddy helps her escape. And then the new buddy dies. The new buddy gets eaten yeah. just as she's she like, gets oh. out. And it looks like she's going to like, you know, try to go back for the new buddy, but there's no time. Yeah. And she can't. Ugh. And then she escapes. And then that's when fate has it. That gym <gasps> comes around the corner. Okay. Um, number seven. The city will get bombed. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. This is another just kind of generic... <laughs> Uh, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Po- zombie apocalypse. Uh, almost a cliche at this point. The city was bombed in um, Fear the Walking Dead. The city was bombed in The Walking Dead. Yeah. I think Atlanta was bombed. Yeah. That's that's the way, like, you know, the government realizes there's a problem and there's, there's only no one way, way to solve it. it. Bomb it. Bomb that. I mean, they got a lot of nukes. Use them. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. My number seven. Um, ooh, Jim gets infected saving Cat from oh. old dude. So all of this is like one sequence for me. So basically, <laughs> I hope this scene happens. Otherwise, I'm out. Like You've already points. written the scene. Yeah, I've written the scene. Um, so yeah, going over my sequence again. Old dude finds Cat, tries to assault her. Jim comes in, saves her. Jim kills old dude, but not before getting infected by him. This sounds like some train to Busan. Oh, yeah. So all of your zombie knowledge is bleeding in in some, in a very specific way. Mine's bleeding in in a very generic way. Yeah. Nuke. (laughs) (laughs) On number eight, Cat Lives. Cat Lives. Cat Lives. So Jim, is he gets infected and Cat's like, oh, no. Do you think Cat has nine lives? Like a cat? Do you think they named her Cat because she's cat-like and that she can... So it's a lot danger. of zombie and feline nods yeah. in this movie. Yeah, she's very ginger. Or maybe they named her cat after Katniss from the Hunger Ew. Games as the survivor, not. the winner. <laughs> well, you never know. You, mm, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Okay, my number eight okay. is we will hear about the virus spreading outside of Taipei. Ooh, like in the credits? Um, just some at Reports somewhere, in, in. Yeah, yeah, like on you, like yeah. Jim passes by a TV or something, First or a radio. Reporting of Alvin virus in Japan. Yeah, mm, exactly. Interesting. Um, number nine, the military will then come in and quote contain the virus. Wait, is this before or after they nuke it? Um, this is this is like all part of that. Like you know, they come in, they nuke, and then whoever whoever like remaining survivors get kind of like shuttled out to to a so they quarantine nuke the city zone and then the military comes no that's part of the military coming in but they so they're gonna nuke their own military no 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 so they nuke first and then they <laughs> shuttle off the you know they they quarantine that area and then they they have a quarantine zone it's 28 mm. weeks later basically oh so they're just gonna nuke the city not the whole island yeah oh, okay okay they're just gonna they're gonna bomb or do whatever and then um they're gonna this is this happens in every zombie movie they, yeah. the military comes in to try to resolve the situation yeah. and, and they're like oh problem solved we've set up the quarantine yeah. zone everybody's good we got, and safe. We got people in some cages and then good. one person they're on the other side of the quarantine and they're like <coughs> and then <laughs> oh, no. or they've got like like one little one like tear. runny nose or tear or something one person cries kill them and then you know it's all over again. Yeah. That's the end right there. Yeah, there's no way. You can't contain these things. Yeah. It's always one person. 
Yeah, as we learned firsthand, real world. Yeah. Can't get rid of it. Can't get rid of Can't it. Can't keep the COVID down. Yep. Yep. Uh, number right. 10 or number nine? My number nine, Cat has to kill Jim. Cat has to kill Jim. Because he's infected. She's got to kill him. Oh, I see. So she. So you managed to make one prediction, six predictions. Yeah. So if none, of, if the first one doesn't <laughs> if this happen, this scene doesn't happen. You're screwed. I'm done for. I'll get two points. One for Molly. <laughs> one for Subway guy. Yeah, Molly's the freebie. Molly is the freebie. Sorry, so a Molly. Subway worker. He's definitely gonna die. I'm gonna get at least two points. I didn't even know he was still in the movie, exactly. which is why I didn't even guess that he died. I thought he was already dead. He's very lovable. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you missed him. Oops. I wish I knew his name. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my number nine. Cat has to kill Jim. And then my number 10. I really struggled on this one. Uh -huh. <laughs> I had to step away and then come back. Hold on. Is it the credits will roll at the end of the no, film? No, it is not. How <laughs> dare you? I would never have cheater that. Cheater prediction. That is a cheater prediction. I would never do that. Um virus the virus the virus the alvin virus the alvin virus was engineered by chipmunks just kidding hold on what i was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> if this whole movie is a promotion for the new alvin and the chipmunks movie <laughs> jason lee really has a strong foothold yeah and that uh virus engineered by one of the um political parties that is up for re-election or up for election because they mentioned Oh, it's happening during an election year. So I think it's going to unfold that like one of those political parties engineered this virus mm -hmm. so that they could cure it, you mm -hmm. know, like, oh, I'm going to make would a, be devious. Yeah, I'm going to make a virus so I can cure it really fast and then yeah. be like the savior of, you know, the city. Or that the, would definitely be the sadness right there. Yeah. Uh, and but then it will be revealed that they also have a cure. So even though they started it, they do have a cure. So it's kind they're of just like, letting it go for a little while. They let it. Well, they let it go for too long. They didn't anticipate it spiraling like that. They're gonna kill off their voter base. Well, they didn't anticipate it being that rageful. They thought it was just gonna be like a flu. They didn't know it was gonna be so similar to like rabies times a thousand. Mm, so it's they, gonna backfire. On it them. totally backfired on them. And then so, the other party is gonna win because they killed off well, their whole voter base. No, well, I don't know. The other party doesn't have the cure. So mm. I there's the rub. The one bad political party caused the virus, but they also have the cure. So if you want the cure, you better still. But the other political party ordered the bombing of the city. Yeah. In my so got to get the independent ballot. <laughs> so the Green Party will win. Green Party prevails. <laughs> All right. This is the way the Green Party gets through. Yeah. that's My mine. number 10 is that it's similar to one of your predictions, actually. Mm. Jim will turn uh. and Kat has to... Headshot, yeah. Although I didn't really see too many guns other than the police officer, so yeah. Let's yeah. just go with eye gouge. Eye gouge. She's got so eye gouge. Eye gouge, Jim. Well, yeah. And he's gonna try to eye gouge her back, but he's missing his two fingers, so he's gonna. Like... He still has his thumbs, though. You don't eye gouge with your ring finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's your weakest finger. Well. <laughs> That oh. wasn't really in my prediction, though. Okay. Just, I just generically has to kill him. and But it's an emotional moment. Yeah. I kind of envision it being like he senses himself turning and you can see his eyes getting kind of like, you know, blackened or reddened a bit. Mm -hmm. And he's crying. He's like, oh, I have it. You have to kill me. 
no, I can't do it, Jim. I can't do it. Yes, you can. You can do this. You're strong. You're going to make it. No, don't make me do it. And she's like. And here comes Molly, who survived the whole time. <laughs> and she saves, saves Kat, her best friend. Oh, we should talk about the sadness. What we thought what the is sadness. the sadness? Yeah. Yeah. They do really focus in the beginning on how happy Jim and Kat are. They do not seem like they have any bit of sad in them. Right. So they are very happy. And neither one of them is very attached to their phone. In the beginning, we they didn't do, mention this. Yeah, they linger so much on people staring at their phones and being kind of disconnected. Jim from actually everything. leaves, even though he looks at his phone briefly in the morning, mm -hmm. he leaves it in the apartment while he takes Kat to work. To charge. To charge. But he still leaves it. Yeah. So it's not even like he, he didn't charge it overnight. Most people charge their phone overnight so that it's ready for the next morning. And Kat, she didn't look at her phone when she was on the train. She She's reading a book. She was reading She's her book. She's the only one. Yeah. So neither one of them are super engrossed in their phones. They're very about one another. And to them, uh, people are the most important thing. Like each other's the most important thing. Um, so they're very perhaps happy in their lives and fulfilled. Hmm. Whereas everybody on the train who is looking at their phone, perhaps they are unhappy with their lives and they need to lose themselves in their little screen. Mm -hmm. So maybe does that make them sad or are they but sad? But what is the sadness? Like, well, that's the thing. It's like, what are so they we, sad we were, because they look at their phones? Well, or? we were talking about how we think the sadness might have to do with something about how the virus, um, the pandemic, spreads. yeah. Uh, those who are sad are more likely to get the virus. Because you asked, what if it's like behavioral? Well, because we were trying to figure out how the how virus spreading. spreads. Because, I mean, we kind of get the um, the kind of like standard zombie, it spreads through bite or blood. Yes, trans through transfusion blood or, yeah. or, But they said in the beginning, they also said it was like a flu virus. Yeah, so is, like it, is it airborne? How does it spread? When they're in the... Um, train when the guy's stabbing people, then the people who got stabbed are then infected. And that's interesting because it's, it's not, not like it's he not didn't necessarily bite the blood. Yeah, he didn't go after anyone and bite them. So it's right. not like, you know, he in fact he mixed his blood with their blood. That didn't happen. There were some people on the train that did not get bit. They were just stabbed and then they turned. Yeah. So it's still unclear like how exactly the virus spreads at yeah. this point in the film. Yeah. Um, and so we had this theory that maybe it had to do with um people's sadness or maybe that's something like yeah. their behavioral um transmission i mean that's kind so of like, like way far-fetched kind of far out there but well because like they're in, setting something up like that in right? the pandemic if you were isolated perhaps you did feel like a degree of sadness already and you did feel some sort of like you know pent-up frustration yeah what um, pandemic are you talking about covid you can't ignore the similarities yeah, or just how the pandemic influenced this film, so yeah. influenced this zomb zombie film yeah. in the in the COVID era. So even though it's the Alvin virus, there are still similarities to the COVID. So like virus. isolation would be a theme, yeah. I guess. People are wearing masks. People are trying to um, stay a little bit more. I don't know. It didn't seem like they were trying to like separate too much. That cafe looked pretty hopping. But perhaps there is just a sociological sadness and feeling removed from one another. Perhaps Is it like a, people are removed from each other and society yeah, in a way? Yeah, in general. And in a, 
the indicator is how much time you're spending on your phone. Right. And if you are so lost in this world on your small screen in your palm, then you're not engaging in the world around you. So if you're happy, you won't get the virus. Yeah. If, if you're, you're happy, sad, <laughs> you're if you're get happy it. and fulfilled with the world around you, then you're not going to be engaged on your phone. It's not that you're getting infected by your phone, but it's kind of like one begets the other. So it's like if you are happy with the, your life and the world around you, then you might spend less time on your phone. So are we going with people who are a little more sad are like more likely to get the virus? Yes. Okay. Therefore, and this negates my predictions, um, Jim and Kat might be safe. They, I mean, they might be safe as far as being immune to the virus because they are fulfilled in their lives mm -hmm. and their relationships. And so they might not be susceptible to the sadness, but they're not immune from getting eyes gouged out. Well, it's just a theory we threw out there because we yeah. were trying to figure out like where the movie is going. It obviously is like taking from a lot of other zombie films and yeah. tropes. Um, but it, so far, it's kind of defied our expectations yeah. in some ways it's called the sadness but none of the infected seem terribly sad they right. all have this crazy grotesque smile except for the guy on the train who he was the only one he had cried. one single tear but still he was smiling okay so we'll see where that goes we'll yeah. see if our idea of being sad and disconnected from society leads you more susceptible to infection mm. That would be kind of a COVID emo yeah. way of looking at zombies. Yeah, start forming <laughs> those relationships because yeah. <laughs> you're going to get sad. I'm excited to watch the second half of yeah, the film. It's going to be good. All right. What All if right. it's not good? <laughs> if it's not good, then this will be the end. Like and thanks for joining us on this episode. <laughs> yeah, they get. Yeah. I can't imagine it not being good. It's yeah. already like. How, it's kind of gripping. In a way, I'm kind of sad that we had to stop and pause to, do, to film the podcast. It's always tempting to not stop. Yeah. Just always, it's always at the point it's where it's like, like starting to get <gasps> good. <laughs> All right. Well, let's stop this here. All right. And we'll be back. We'll be a right back. Bye, guys. Bye.